So in 1999, I am driving tours in Denali National Park with a gentleman named James Simons. And at one point, I'd had a little bit of a crush on James, but it had become clear that our relationship was more of a big brother, little sister nature. In fact, he had lots of pet names for me. Whenever he happened to run into me, whenever I'd come down from my um, bi-weekly exercise hike where my lovely, fair Welsh complexion would exaggerate the amount of exertion I had put into that hike, he would um, lovingly call me Lobster Face. And... When we were out on um, driving tours, if I wasn't going fast enough for him at dinner, he would be sure to find me and say, hey, Grandma, it's the pedal on the right. (laughs) So when I overheard James talking to some of his friends saying that he had been um, backcountry camping, but he had never gone solo backcountry, I knew what I was going to do to earn his at least affection. So I started making my plans. I went down to the park service. I did all the research. I had to find the perfect unit in all 6.2 million acres. And this is basically a wilderness. There are no trails. If you want to go hiking or camping, you simply get off the bus and start marching. So I needed a place that was kind of flat because it turns out there's a lot of stuff you have to take to go backcountry camping. I found unit 34, flat. There was a little ridge. If the clouds cleared, I'd be able to see Mount McKinley or Denali. There was running water down on the other side. It was going to be perfect. I get everything, and I start telling everybody, I mean everybody, I'm going backcountry camping. They're like, oh, great, who are you going with? I'm like, hmm, going with me, myself, and I. They're like, so you've been backcountry before? Nope. <laughs> You're going backcountry camping for the first time solo. Yep. And sure enough, word got to James, as I knew it would, and he came up to me and he said, so, here you're going backcountry camping. I'm like, yep. Do you even know how to pitch a tent? <laughs> Uh, yeah, jerk, I do. He's like, huh, have you ever used a water purifier before? I'm like, please. And then I make a mental note to get one of those and learn how to use it. <laughs> He's like, all right, bear bait, it's been nice knowing you. So I gather all my stuff, and by gather I mean borrow because I own virtually nothing, and I pack it all in, or mostly in, some things I had to strap around the outside of my backpack. And I hop on the bus, and four and a half hours later, I get the bus driver to drop me off at the appointed point. And it was fabulous. The diesel engine fades into the distance, and it becomes dead silent for about three seconds. That's how long it took the mosquitoes to find me. But that's okay. I know this isn't going to be easy. Not everybody goes backcountry, camping. So I decide, there's the ridge. All I have to do is march from point A to point B. How hard can this be? I step off into what has looked like ankle-high brush from the bus. It turns out to immediately be waist-high willows and dwarf birch. But that's okay. I'm going to do this. I start marching. I'm maybe 20 yards. It's hard to tell distance um, from the road. And I look up and on the ridge and suddenly appear two creatures. humans (laughs) I'm going solo backcountry dang it what are they doing up there that's okay it's a big enough area I will find a place I will put my tent where I won't be able to see them we're counting this get another maybe another 20 yards when I look down and I am about to put my foot into some of the ugliest nastiest grossest straight from the bible blood red water not marked clearly on the map is a swamp in unit 34 I decide, all right, I can't go through the swamp. These people are making their way to the left. I'm going to go to the right. That swamp and the road paralleled me straight into an alder thicket. So 
if the swamp is from the, um, from the Bible, the alder thicket is from hell, and there is no going through that. My only options are to go back the way I have come. Now I notice, looking back this way, that the people have made it almost to the road. I'm very excited. I do have the whole unit to myself. I look back beyond them, and I can see in the distance the plume of dust, which can only mean one thing. The final bus, leaving wilderness, heading back towards civilization, is coming my way. I am trapped between an alder thicket, a mosquito swarm, and a swamp, and I cannot pitch a tent and waste high willows. There is no way I can do this. I'm like, no brainer. I start sprinting as fast as I can because the number one rule is bus drivers will not stop for you unless you are in the road. I'm about two-thirds, well, really one-third of the way when suddenly my load is lightened and I realize it's because the borrowed tent has fallen off. I have to backtrack five yards. Grab it. Luckily, it was yellow. I found it easily. I'm running with the tent under one arm as fast as I can. My Welsh complexion lighting up as bright pink neon. And I'm about two-thirds of the way back to the road and now I lose the sleeping bag. I have to go back. It's harder. It was green. I've got tent under one arm. <laughs> sleeping bag under the other. I am flying as fast as I can to the road. I think it was this complexion where the driver had pity on me. He stopped before I got to the road. I throw my stuff in the back. I hop on. I walk around to the front of the bus and I climb up and a wave of silence washes over the almost full bus and they look at me as I walk down the aisle. I should probably describe what I'm wearing. I have white waffle weave long johns, khaki shorts, a black Patagonia shirt that I bought just for this special occasion, and a navy blue vest. I looked awesome. (laughs) I am also covered in my own blood because I have spent 45 minutes swatting mosquitoes on every part of my body. And as I'm walking down the aisle, every head is turning and looking at me. And finally, one woman asks the question I'm sure everybody on the bus is wondering, were you out there alone? turn I look her in the eye and I say yes yes I was (laughs) well I cannot go back into condo land like people are going to see I have told everybody I'm going backcountry camping I cannot show up tonight so I devise in my head I'm going to camp at a campground that's just outside employee area Um, this actually involves having to check my stuff in the woods dive into the underbrush as James's bus is coming down the hill behind us I time it because I can't show up too early or they'll know that I didn't take the four and a half hour bus ride home show up at lunchtime right at the same time that James does. And I'm all prepared to come clean about how I didn't actually manage to accomplish this when James, much like the woman on the bus, asked all the right questions. He took one look at me, because of course I'm wearing the same outfit, and he said, do you go camping last night? I'm like, yes, I did. (laughs) By yourself? Yep. Huh. What unit did you go to? I went out to unit 34. It's like, huh. All right there, Turbo. Color me impressed. Remember, it's the pedal on the right. And I never did come clean to James. James.